0: The fourth section of the Catechism of the Catholic Church is about prayer, and it starts with a a beautiful reflection um, about the essence of what it means to pray. And it says this, Christ comes to meet every human being. It is he who first seeks us and asks for a drink. Whether we realize it or not, prayer is the encounter of God's thirst with ours. God thirsts that we may thirst for him. It's a poetic way of saying that when we come to the Lord with a desire to be with him or to be in communion with him, we always first encounter, before our desire for God, God's desire for us. That mysteriously, it's not just us trying very badly to please God or to to get his attention, but rather God is always and everywhere trying to get our attention, that he has a great desire, that he pursues each and every one of us. And this is put on display in the story today of um, Zacchaeus, who is looking for Jesus. But as soon as he starts looking, he climbs the tree to see over the crowd because he's short, Jesus looks to him and invites himself over to dinner. And as the, the metaphor in the catechism is thirst, here the metaphor is hunger that Jesus is hungry to eat with Zacchaeus. He has a desire in his heart for Zacchaeus, and he sees him and goes after him. The story of Zacchaeus is very beautiful, and there's lots of little details in it to to examine and reflect upon. Zacchaeus, it says, is a a chief uh, tax collector, which is like saying a really bad, terrible person. It's like two things. tax collector was one of the most despised people uh, in The Israel of Jesus' time. These were the people who cooperated with the Roman occupiers to fleece the people, basically, to steal their stuff and send it as tribute to Rome. And the tax collectors made their profit by extorting people, by collecting more than what was due them. And Zacchaeus is a chief tax collector. He would have been the most despised man in Jericho, probably. Would have been the kind of person that people mocked, scorned, despised, talked about behind his back And in this scene when Jesus is passing through Jericho and Zacchaeus, who's short, is climbing up the tree, you can just imagine the crowd who sees him and the children laughing at him and the old men uh, mocking him and all the people just saying, like, what an idiot. Oh, now Jesus is going to see this guy and finally give him what for. He's going to say, Zacchaeus, you terrible person, you've sinned a lot, reform your ways. Instead, what happens is that Jesus sees Zacchaeus up in the tree, and invites himself over to dinner. And this surprises everyone. And they say, he's going to eat with a sinner. Shouldn't he, if he's the Son of God, if he's the Messiah, shouldn't he know? Shouldn't he start by moralizing and telling him all the bad things that he's done? Instead, he goes to be with him. He pursues him. And so we see a dynamic at play here that Jesus takes on Zacchaeus' shame, even the symbol of the tree, which the church father saw as a symbol of the cross, the, the tree of the cross. Jesus says, come down from that tree, that you look so ridiculous. If you look at the little packets that Brother Nathan made, the, the icon on the front has Zacchaeus standing on a little sycamore tree. He looks ridiculous, and he's like half the height of Jesus. Jesus says, come down from there, foreshadowing the fact that Jesus, when he gets to Jerusalem, is going to go up on the tree for us. He is going to bear all of our shame, all of the scorn, all of the humiliation of our sin and take it on himself, although he doesn't deserve it, and transfer us to the kingdom of glory after our sin. This is the great dynamic of the gospel, that we are able to release ourselves of our sins because of what Jesus has done for us. He's taken our place. And so what we see in Zacchaeus is that now he has hope. Jesus has given him a way out. He doesn't always have to be who he's chosen to be. And Zacchaeus reacts by saying, I'm going to give all the money back, and if I've extorted anyone, I'm going to pay them four times over. He's going to make himself poor in order to be a true disciple of Jesus, in order to live the life that he should have been living all along. And so he's no man can bear his own sin. None of us could bear our own sin. If if. Our first encounter with the Lord was simply him judging us and telling us all the things we had done wrong. Who would want to go see the Lord? Who would want to pray? Except with the Lord, mercy precedes judgment. Yes, Christ is demanding. Yes, Zacchaeus does have to change. But he can only do that when, when he sees a way forward, when he believes in himself. I remember a, a priest mentor of mine once said that about being judgmental. That being judgmental, judging a person is a sin against faith. Why? Because what you're saying when you judge a person, like that person's greedy or that person's mean, is you're saying they can never change. It's a it's a sin of despair that God can't change that person's heart. That's just the way they are, and it's the way they'll always be. This is particularly uh, bad when we judge ourselves and we say, "This is the kind of person I am. I've chosen this. It doesn't make me happy." It makes me, in fact, hate myself, but I can't change. This is who I am. It's a sin against faith, that kind of judgment. Well, Christ comes in, he invites himself in, he pursues us, he desires us, and shows us the way out. Another priest of mine said, when you're mad at someone, somebody's offended you, don't get mad, get curious. It's a little management technique. Instead of reacting with anger when you feel offended or resentful, get curious, pursue this person. Why, why has this person acted the way they've acted? This is what we see in Jesus, is that he doesn't immediately judge or pigeonhole Zacchaeus as an evil man, as everyone else has done. He pursues his heart. And Zacchaeus has just made the slightest little act, the slightest little movement toward Christ, and Christ goes all the rest of the way for him. And that's the encouragement that we can take as we approach the Lord with our sins, with our shame, with whatever we have on our hearts, that the slightest act, the slightest movement in his direction is met with open arms, mercy, and the pursuit of our own hearts.